This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Good afternoon and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balqais, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. But for our first story of the day, ladies and gentlemen, well, we are our big on privacy, but Facebook has fixed a bug that exposed Instagram users' personal info. And we do know that Facebook and Instagram have a lot to do when it does come to privacy. Yes, indeed. And I'm definitely uh, quite concerned that Instagram users' profiles were out, up for grabs. And we're going to be telling you all about how Facebook worked out this issue. But Zoom is also making headlines as we approach the holiday season since they are giving everyone a gift in advance. They are removing any caps on call lengths over the holidays so you can go ahead and enjoy as long of phone calls as you'd like without necessarily having that 40-minute limit. Yes. Indeed, and technology has hit your beauty salons as UAE salons microchip manicures can turn your nails into data storage devices. So forget about USBs, all you need is your fingernail. Yes, indeed. Coming up on Future Talk as well, we're discussing Twitter today because they are planning to create labels for any automated bot accounts. So now you can actually differentiate which accounts are owned by human beings and which tweets are actually coming right out of a bot. Yes, and Amazon's new custom t-shirt service asks you to upload photos of yourself. Now, what's all that about? Lots and lots is in store right here on the show. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. If you are a heavy user of Instagram, this story might make you feel a little bit concerned because there was a bug that was discovered on Facebook that has been exposing Instagram users' personal information. Now, some of you may be wondering, how come Facebook and Instagram are related? Well, the truth is, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp are all owned by Mark Zuckerberg. So it only makes sense that one bug on Facebook could impact its sister platform, Instagram. Yes, indeed. And that bug did recently expose the personal information like email addresses and birthdays of Instagram users. Now, the attack was used at Facebook's business suite tool which is available to any Facebook business account. Now, they did find out that the attack worked on accounts that were set to private and even accounts that were set to not accept DMs for the public. So, private or not, your information was leaked, (laughs) unfortunately. But Facebook did patch the vulnerability after it was reported. Yes, indeed. Now, the main... Uh, key concern over here is the fact that usually if an account does not accept any DMs, then the user potentially would not receive any notification that indicates that their profile may have been viewed. And this is where the vulnerability happens. Now, Facebook did patch the vulnerability once it was reported by a a bug bounty or someone who actually specializes in finding bugs in social media platforms. And according to a Facebook spokesperson, the bug was only accessible for a short period period of time during a small test. Now, true or not, this is definitely something that we're not going to be finding out pretty soon, but the researcher who reported the issue did say that if someone was part of the small test that they ran in October for business accounts, then the personal information of the person they were messaging could have been revealed. 
The issue was resolved pretty quickly and they discovered that there was no evidence of abuse of this issue and that throughout the bug bounty program, they did go ahead and reward this Indian researcher for his help in reporting this issue to Facebook. Yes, the bounty hunter was awarded a $6,000 bug bounty payout. Now, Omni and I have talked about bug bounties in the past, I believe a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and how they can make millions of millions of dollars just finding out uh, vulnerabilities in big tech companies, whether it's Apple, Facebook, YouTube, or whatever. And uh, it's a very good uh, ordeal, like I said. It's a good deal. Yeah. It's a win-win situation. So, uh, I mean, Facebook does need a lot when it does come to privacy concerns. But who knows what's next for Facebook or what next big bug or even vulnerability we might see. But let's bring a gift for you guys for the holidays and how there will be no cap on call links over the holidays. And we're talking about Zoom, ladies and gentlemen. Now, for those who don't know who are not avid users of Zoom, Zoom does have a 40-minute cap when it does come to free calls. And if you go over the 40 minutes, it will close the call and you do have to make another call. Yes, indeed. And this is exactly why it's very exciting news for all those who have family living abroad. This year, it's a little bit different whether we're talking about any form of holiday, Eid, Ramadan, and now with the holidays coming up. It's a, it's a very tough time for many people. Not everyone has the means to travel and spend time with family and loved ones, but we're definitely grateful for technology for allowing us to do that virtually. So now, if any friends and families are kept apart by COVID-19, they will not find their virtual gatherings completely gone because over Zoom, you can go ahead and do that for free. They're removing the 40-minute limit and they're also offering this removal of the 40-minute limit for any free subscriber. Yes, indeed. Now, uh, Zoom has been doing big things ever since the pandemic started. Now, I have been looking at Zoom stock and you can tell, obviously, beginning of the year, they were at a certain number and now they have tripled if not quadrupled that number and that just goes to show how important zoom has been in our lives this year only now this year has been a pretty long year and i'm surprised that we're already on december 20th it's been a quick year 2020 has been a rush but uh the the celebration usually is for christmas eve and christmas day as well as new year's eve and new year's day now it's very important that zoom kind of takes away these caps because right now in london the uk they're going to tier three of the pandemic and they're looking at a third wave for the COVID-19 pandemic coronavirus. So it's good that uh, everyone is going to stay indoors and everyone's going to use Zoom to connect with each other and communicate with each other and have those big group calls and see each other, one another. Well, if someone's home or if someone's at work or wherever they are, they can connect to each other. And uh, I mean, I like it a lot. And we did see for a recent holiday as well, Thanksgiving holiday, Zoom also removed that 40 minute cap and gave us an unlimited number, a uh, limited time limit. So it just goes to show how important Zoom has been. And even though Zoom has been a lot of, under a lot of fire mm. because of their privacy, privacy concerns, Zoom bombing, etc. But nonetheless, they have came back and showed that, Leahy, listen, yes, we had a couple of concerns, but we're here giving and, and, and soothing out the rough, rough edges and our product is here to stay. Absolutely. And a lot of people do depend on Zoom as a lifeline to connect with family, to connect with loved ones. Borders between countries are no longer an issue as long as we can meet with those whom we love virtually. Now, Zoom is definitely not the only platform that has been rushing to remove these time limits, trying to lure its customers to use its platforms more often. Google Meet has already said that its free users would not have to limit conversations 
limitations to 60 minutes up until March of 2021. So we can't. We kind of see a competition happening between all of those. Competition they cannot win, unfortunately. I know, between video chat platforms, Google Teams, uh, Google Meet, Microsoft Teams, and Zoom. It's like... All of them are racing. And who wins the race? Uh, up to me, honestly. I feel like Zoom has always won the race ever since the coronavirus pandemic started. But I guess everyone wants the piece of the cake. I'm going to keep on talking about this until uh, Bill Gates hears <laughs> me or any of the top head uh, in, in the tech world hears me. Stop <laughs> trying to compete with Zoom. I mean, you're late to the party. And they, Microsoft Teams and Microsoft in general, since they did buy Skype, they should have kind of worked on Skype a little bit more and not sweep it under the rug but unfortunately who knows but i know apparently <laughs> but they won't listen so well uh, that's just what's happening right here in the tech world especially with zoom and keep mark it on your calendars ladies and gentlemen from the 21st i do uh, when is it when's christmas omnia 23rd 24th 25th is christmas 25th is christmas i think from christmas eve they're going to be starting those uh free yes. calls with now with no time mm. limit at all let us know text us in at 4215 do work this a lot or sign into our dms at pulse 95 radio who have you been zooming with this uh period of time ever since the coronavirus pandemic which person has had the majority of your zoom calls done with you you me yeah. oh yes while doing the show <laughs> all i do i only use zoom for work really yeah i don't use zoom for anything else you don't I, talk to family i have a zoom. couple of apps on you you know me. oh okay i'm we the have, app man <laughs> we have apps that have not yet been announced on future talks yeah so. i got them in the back of my pocket no one knows about these apps if you do want to know you can get it for a fee, though, and uh, you can message me on Instagram, Hanny underscore AB, and uh, we'll see what, what can go on. There you go. I mean, if you're looking for free ups, you have the man that will tell you all about them. Coming up on Future Talk, we have a very interesting story. For those of you who like to get, especially women who like to get their nails done, we're talking about a salon right here in the UAE that doesn't give any form of manicures, but rather microchip manicures. What's that all about? Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. Ladies and gentlemen, but mostly ladies, <laughs> I have some news for you that's going to make your life a lot easier if you like carrying around data storage devices. Now, this comes just for the people who go to beauty salons because now you can microchip manicures and turn your nails into data storage devices. So forget about USBs, all you need is your fingernail. This is gonna be very good for the ladies that like to store around door storage <laughs> a lot and go in and stick their fingers in computers. Yes, indeed. Just imagine it, don't you? <laughs> Can you send me that file? Literally, just give them your nails, and not not just one. All of, <laughs> all of them will have yeah. all of the information stored on them. Now, this is definitely a very new format of getting your nails done. So more specifically, if you're looking to get very unique manicure instead of playing around with the colors, go ahead and play around with the gadgets because a lot of us have seen different gadgets and online apps become more and more popular during the coronavirus pandemic. But having an accessory become a part of your body, that's a completely different story. But, but who uses USBs anymore? No I mean, one uses no, USBs. No one uses USBs. I mean, but, I mean imagine not having to share a business card because now oh, it's yeah. in your nails. Oh, very, also, a very good point. Like, remember, I remember we had a, a guest on the show. She had a NFC. microchip yeah. embedded into her wrist. So <laughs> that'd be a pretty cool. But I mean, again, who uses USBs nowadays? Mostly everything is used on the cloud. And if it's something big, let's talk about above 100 GB, you'll, you'll mostly have 
a, a hard drive with you. So I believe that, I mean, USBs are done. Even though I have a USB on my keychain. No way. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. But if I could have the it. chance on my pinky finger. You know, like a pinky ring, a pinky finger USB. Now, but people in the UA have already seen online services, including shopping, work, bill payments, healthcare, and even streaming services on their fingertips via smartphones. That is 100% correct, Omnia. A smartphone, again, and I'm going to keep saying it until something else comes up. <laughs> smartphones are not a luxury, but a necessity. And uh, if you don't have a smartphone, you're basically cut off from the world. But now a salon in the UAE is turning fingernails into compact, secret data storage devices with a manicure that embeds microchips on them. Yes, indeed. Now, the tiny chips are actually going to be even further concealed under the nail paint. So when you go ahead and get your nails done, they will put a chip on your nail and then cover it with the color. Yes. Now, my only concern is, is it going to be bumpy? <laughs> what if you chip your nail? Oh, that's another thing. So do you have to change the chip every time you go and get your nails done again? But to me, I feel like this is such a genius way of getting all of your information be basically within you, not necessarily through biometrics, like within your uh, fingerprint mm -hmm. or within your face ID, but rather all in your nails. So if you want to store your business card information, if you want to give someone your LinkedIn account, if you want to exchange email accounts, all you have to do is showcase your nails and it immediately transfers to that person's phone. Now, a lot, a lot, many parts of the world have been slowly heading to salons after the lockdowns to basically get fascinating nail art that they couldn't do within lockdown. A lot of people started doing their own nails, but once salons opened, they went ahead and used that chance to get unique designs done. But this is by far the most unique of them all. Now, this is very good in what type of sense? Let's say you're starting your own business, for example, or yeah. an upcoming entrepreneur and uh, you need a business card, but you really don't want to have the business card. You want a different approach if you go to an exhibition, for example, or a conference, or you're someone who is socializing at a party or a gathering. Yeah. And instead of carrying business cards around or so keeping them in your car, sometimes that person does forget. So embedding one of these in your fingernails, and I believe men should do it as well. I was just going to say, or it's not just for women. <laughs> yeah, men can do it as well. And uh, when we have those NFC, those tags, it will come up like a web browser or even in the notes. Yeah. It will have everything that is related to you. For example, my 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 Instagram is one two three. My LinkedIn is one two three. So this is good when you're networking. And we do know in the business world, and especially when you're in entrepreneurship, networking is number one because word of mouth number one, and number two, it gets you more well known. And I'm not going to give you a business <laughs> course right now, but. Uh, this is very good for those type of people. And uh, we are seeing it in the real world, Omnia. I believe, again, um, a year and a half ago, we did bring someone on the show who had it embedded it in the NFC wrist. NFC chip. And yeah. we saw something like that in a ring as well, the NFC ring, that for some reason my dad bought. What? Yeah, for some reason my dad bought an <laughs> NFC ring. we got to have your dad on the show. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he's on top of all tech, by the way. Can he pay with it? Or, I, no, I it isn't accessible in the country. But I'm sure in different parts around the world, he would be. He bought an NFC ring only. I don't know <laughs> why. Why do you feel so disappointed? I'm not just, I just don't know why. <laughs> There's a big reason why. I mean, I mean, for, for, for my dad, I don't know why he bought it. But anyways, let's kind of backtrack from that one. But uh, I mean, but the thing, another concern that does come to mind when we're talking about this microchip. Now, it mm. is embedded on the top of a surface. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's say, for example, it falls off. Mm. What happens then? You have nine other nails that could serve that purpose. Yeah, but what if someone takes the data from it? See, that's a very good question that you bring up because a lot of people were concerned that they're going to become basically easily tracked by having these microchips on their nails. But 
be rest assured that the device cannot be tracked. Yes. So it's a very discreet way of carrying all of your personal and professional information. Mm. And actually, it's a lot safer mm. than carrying a USB around because you never know where you leave your keys and you never know who has access to that. But you do want to control your excitement because these microchips are not going to be capable of carrying a lot of information. They are tiny in size and they don't have a lot of capabilities. But let's talk a little bit about price. If yes. you want to get this manicure, how much does it cost? It will cost you for a one-time 250 dirhams or you can get a yearly membership for 12 appointment appointments at 1,000 dirham. It's not that bad. It's okay for, for what it provides. It's not that bad yes. because a lot of manicures actually cost 250 dirhams and it's just like the basic. Well, well. Yes. <laughs> Thank Just God, the basic with nail art. So let us know your thoughts. Would you be willing to get such a manicure and have an, uh, basically a microchip embedded on your nails? Coming up, lots and lots is still in store on the show. So keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Twitter is making headlines with two interesting features that it is adding to its platform. First off, Twitter is banning any harmful false claims about the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, this is this has become a very usual move for a lot of social media platforms, trying to limit misinformation, but also limit anything that may scare people away from taking the vaccine. I love Twitter. You love Twitter? I, I, re I really love Twitter because no surprise. <laughs> the people who use Twitter are very funny and one of them being U.S. President Donald Trump. And I do believe this kind of was enforced because of U.S. President Donald Trump mm. and not because of the vaccine, but the pandemic in general. And speaking about U.S. President Donald Trump, now we did talk about on the show Omnia last couple of months, actually, that the retweet button was removed and instead the quote retweet button was there because of the presidential election and they want people to read more I'm guessing before you're retweeting. happy today because it's yeah, gone. <laughs> it's gone and they have I think it was on Friday they did bring it back and I and, and they were they were going crazy. The Twitter first was going crazy because it was a feature that was taken and given back. But Twitter's policy update did announce in a blog post that the same week that the first Americans did receive the COVID-19 vaccinations as part of a mass immunization campaign. Did also say users could be required to remove tweets with false claims about the adverse effects of receiving COVID-19 vaccines. And uh, I did see it only even on funny tweets that are jokes. Mm. Now, one, one user did post about how her husband got the COVID-19 vaccine. And the only uh, side effect was that he kept saying that he got the COVID-19 vaccine. <laughs> and even that as a joke was kind of saying that anything is not a, a true claim. It might mm. be false claims. See, the thing is, what concerns me about this is, are we trying to hide the truth from the public or are we trying to limit misinformation? I understand some people do enjoy creating drama around any new thing, whether it was the coronavirus pandemic or whether it was the vaccination. Yes. But we cannot deny that there are actual side effects. I mean, we've seen one video that I've seen spread all over social media is a video of a nurse that just received the COVID-19 vaccine and she totally passed out during the press release when she was talking about her experience. So there are side effects to the vaccine that we cannot deny. But Twitter's policy update is going to ban any debunked misinformation about those effects, especially if they're coming from people who have taken the vaccine. Mm. So does that mean we no longer have... 
the freedom to express their opinion on Twitter, or does that mean that they're just trying to limit the drama? Okay, very good point of me. Now, I don't believe it's the the freedom of expression or freedom of speech on Twitter, but uh, again, false claims, as someone might say, doesn't work, or someone might say that, well, uh, it might become in a negative sort of light. Now, conspiracy theories are endless. Conspiracy theories are endless, just like you said, and I don't think Twitter is the only problem, but a lot of other social media platforms. But uh, when we're talking about the COVID-19 vaccine in general, and just like you said, side effects, Omnia, it might differ from person to person. Mm. Now, Omnia, if I told you how many people I know, close friends of mine who have the COVID-19 vaccine, who have took the COVID-19 vaccine, mm. you'd be surprised. I'm talking about 14 people wow. that I know have the COVID-19 vaccine. And mashallah, alhamdulillah, no side effects so far. And they have took it since the UA did roll it out in the beginning. So we're talking about, I think, two months ago. And they've been doing good. So I do I do believe it may, might divert from the Pfizer vaccine and other different yeah. vaccines. So, I mean, in the coming months, we will see more and more about it. But again, my personal opinion when it does, coming, when it does come to the medical field, don't take your information, number one, from Twitter, number two, from any social media platform. But get your facts from trusted websites. And right here in the UAE, thankfully, we have the Ministry of Health and Prevention, MOHAP, and their websites and their social media accounts to give us the correct and accurate information when it does come to COVID-19 vaccine or any t- other type of news. 100%. I agree with you, Hani. A lot of official accounts that are from the Ministry of Health and Prevention have been sharing with us trusted information about the coronavirus pandemic. And more specifically, if a vaccine is so harmful that it's creating a lot of side effects, we definitely can be sure that the ministries of health will yes. be removing it. They'll not, they're not going to be harming their own yes. citizens. Now, 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 Omnia, with all due respect, right? Mm. I do not trust Americans. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I mean, I don't trust when they, come, when they come because there's a lot of negativity about the COVID-19 vaccine and the COVID-19 pandemic. We see a lot of controversy when it did come to masks and anti-maskers and anti-vaccine. Too many, too many things happen coming out of uh, out of these type of groups, which mm-hmm. are based in America. So most of these people are coming out and making this type of ruckus and rumors. And mo- 99.9% of the time, Omnia, they have been debunked that they're not true. So it just puts more fear into the people on social media that is not needed. So I do like that that that, that Twitter is going and, and, and tackling these problems because, again, Omnia, time and time again, Let's put the COVID-19 vaccine on the side. We've talked about people who have asthma, how, how, how Facebook groups were saying, hey, remedies, use, use this remedy, remedies. this scent, this spray, this body spray will cure your asthma. And unfortunately, young people, we're talking about a 12-year-old fell ill and died because his mother read a post on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, that asthma was, was given because of a vaccine. To cure it, all you need is this scent. And they smelled the scent and the kid... Unfortunately, he passed away because of it. So that's why, ladies and gentlemen, take your information from trusted government accounts. Facebook is not a news outlet. Same with Instagram and same with Twitter. But Twitter is also launching a new update where they're planning to build a memorialized account uh, for people who have passed away. And they're planning to launch this in 2021. Now, this is basically a new type of account for bots that will be identifying them uh, or the platform itself will be identifying them as automated. So the plan behind all of this is to bring value to Twitter because it can 
can be confusing to some people whether or not a certain account is run by a bot or run by a human being. Twitter has, fa- has faced years of calls from misinformation researchers to disclose more information about bots, which have been used to amplify the influence operations and make some narratives that are you know, basically yes, well-crafted yes. on Twitter, uh, more popular on the site. So now it's starting to require developers mm-hmm. to go ahead and identify the automated accounts as bots. This will be starting in March of 2021, but uh, they, they're they definitely going to be creating a designated label that says that this account is run by a bot. Yes, but not at the same time, they do want to remove that bot in general, but yeah. for the time being, until they do remove that account, they will put pl- pl- place that label as a bot. Now, Twitter also did announce that it would restart its verification program early next year, 2021, after pausing submissions all the way back in 2017 amid criticism over how it awarded the blue check mark badges, which were used to authenticate the identity of prominent accounts. And they do want to bring that back in. And I'm saying that very important again because. Anyone and his mama used to get verified <laughs> back on Twitter back in 2017. And they used to think they're, you know, they have a they, doctorate, they have a master's yes. program and whatever it is that they're saying. And, and unfortunately, the people who are not uh, that in touch with Twitter would believe anything this person says because of that blue check was important, was true. And what he says is always correct. Now, they did say they would be removing verified badges from inactive and mm-hmm. incomplete accounts that do fail to adhere to the new guidelines as of January 20, 20th, 2021. Now, I laugh, ladies and gentlemen, because that is the, the day that the new president-elect will be inaugurated. Ooh. So January 20th is when <laughs> President-elect Joe Biden will become the U.S. president. And I'm guessing this is when Donald Trump loses his badge. Uh, let's see. I mean, tw- Twitter and, uh, and and Donald Trump. I mean, I think the number one user of Twitter is Donald Trump. Yeah, but, but at I the also same time, know a lot of... Uh, Twitter doesn't like him. Exactly. And a lot of his tweets were basically publicly labeled as filled with misinformation but we only have time to tell 2021 seems like a very exciting year for twitter lots and lots of updates are going to be coming onto its platform and you can depend on us to tell you the latest on what happens with it coming up on future talk though we're talking all about amazon creating a brand new feature that allows you to design your very own custom t-shirts all throughout an app without having to go to a single vendor keep pulse 95 locked we'll be right back Now, when's the last time you went to the mall or even let's talk about Global Village and you saw a kiosk, a little center, a little uh, kind of uh, stage or whatever they call it. Kiosk. Yes, that was the word I said it and I forgot about it. But the kiosk and uh, you want to print out a T-shirt with a photo of yourself, a photo of a loved one or just a photo of your cat. (laughs) <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, now you don't have to go all the way to the mall or to Global Village to do that because Amazon's new custom t-shirt service will ask you to upload photos of yourself or anything you'd actually like. Yes, indeed. During the coronavirus pandemic, a lot of people have shifted their shopping habits to com- to be completely online. I'm one of them. I know I don't even remember the last time I bought a shirt physically from a store. It's all been done online because it's just easier 
Your measurements can be sometimes off, but if you do take them before you start ordering stuff online, it becomes less of a hassle. Don't you uh, agree? Yeah, I, I do agree. But again, uh, I, I'm weird when it comes to online shopping on Neo. We oh, get yes. Into, we don't want to get into that <laughs> yeah, on Neo. Well, if you want to know I'm about... I'm just looking right now, ladies and gentlemen, like staring off into the sunset, <laughs> just thinking about all the times, all the shirts I have that do not fit me. Oh, God. Because I thought one time <laughs> that one shirt was medium and it was good to go. Then I bought eight other shirts that were medium. And one of them and... was small. One of them was too big. One of them reaches my knees. So, uh, I mean... You haven't had the best luck I don't like online, online shopping. shopping. I like online shopping for everything else except when it comes to clue. Or clue. Actually, you know what? Mm. I like shopping for socks online. Yes. Socks are easy. Some of the pr- some of the most unique socks are only found online. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I'll tell you something. I bought, a, I bought a pair of socks and I liked them so much. And I have a problem with socks, ladies and gentlemen. I yeah. like to wear socks a lot. Okay. Okay. And I, I, I need, I need a new pair every, every time. Let's say, for example, I'll go home right now. I'll take yeah. off my socks. You'll I need, put, I oh need God. a new pair. I just, I'm just like that. So <laughs> when I found out that these socks were fitting me and they looked mm. awesome, they, they were not annoying. They were not too thick. Yeah. I went. I ordered 12 pairs, and each of them had four and in, five inside of them. Oh so God. So 12 times five is 60 pairs of socks. You're set for months now. I, I'm, I am safe. You don't, you don't want to see my sock drawer. Well, I mean, apart from socks, if you're interested in buying custom uh, t-shirts. They have custom socks. They, I, I'm sure they have. I'm oh, awesome. pr- I, I know our very own Mikhail Ati actually custom printed socks once. So if you're looking to custom uh, your own t-shirts, we have a service that is launched by Amazon. Now, sadly, a lot of people in the Pulse 95 studios are disappointed because it's only available in the U.S. so far. However, soon enough, it will be rolled out uh, globally in different countries. And the service is called Made For You. So this service will basically create a custom t-shirt for all of the shoppers based on their measurements now as a shopper you can go ahead and customize a t-shirt based on what type of fabric do you like what type of color the length of it how you want it to fit do you want a slim fit uh, how do you want oh, the neck i like slim fits annie is basically looking at what what's his style in shopping right now uh very the important. neckline yeah the sleeve length but, but, but only very important things that Amazon has required from the user, from the person buying it. Yes. The height, weight, body style, and two photos of themselves. So they do want to bring it what? Perfect on the person, which is good because I like that a lot <laughs> because obviously I don't know how to take my measurements. But this comes back, Omnia, to the wardrobe that we used to have. Uh, the virtual the wardrobe. The virtual wardrobe, Omnia. And uh, I think we had the app and we tried it, you and I, on the show a year ago. Yeah. So this is very important and very good. And again, it does build a virtual body double. Amazon will build you a virtual body double. So a virtual personality, basically a doppelganger of who you are, but it's all online. And that way you can actually visualize what an item of clothing would look like on your body. Now, a lot of people may be concerned about privacy since Amazon is asking for two photos of yourself to be uploaded on the platform. However... Amazon is vouching that it's going to go ahead and automatically delete any photos taken on the app after it creates the virtual body double. Wait and he's rolling his eyes. Wait till everyone <laughs> finds out that a lot of companies use Amazon's mm-hmm. cloud. Yep. Wait till they found out even their best friend Twitter you know what uses you sh- Amazon's cloud. Sorry to cut you off, but you know what people should be w- waiting for? Mm. All the ads that you're going to get about shirts and pants that fit you exactly because Amazon goes ahead and sells your information to those advertisers. I think Amazon is the advertiser. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I mean, when it comes to Amazon, 
I mean, I like Amazon. I like their business model. Yeah. I like their business style. I like Jeff Bezos and what he's doing for the tech world. But let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do or it is a lot. What are you guys' thoughts on this? Would you buy a custom-made t-shirt from Amazon? I'm concerned about one feature, though. As far as of today, as a customer, you can only choose between two body style options. So there's only feminine and mas- masculine. But what about the body types? So what about, you know, why is it only male or female? But then what about a female? A female's bodies would look different. A male's body would look different. So why don't we have the different body types a part of that feature as well as a service? Hello, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yes. Omnia is asking, why don't we have different body types when it do- Oh, you'll get back? Okay, thank you. All right. Great, fantastic. Yeah, okay, he will get back to me because I obviously don't know why. But yep. <laughs> he will get back to us, Omni, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll tell you why those things are happening. Please do let me know. But I'd I, love to use this feature. <laughs> but I do, I, we're talking again about the body types, Omni, just my, my certain assumption. As I'm looking right now, there's a fabric, color, length, fit, neckline, sleeves. So I do believe it's everything just like it is said made for you yeah. so you can tailor it to your likings mm-hmm. so if you want it let's say a little bit too big i'll have big arms so if i want a little bit too big on my arms i have wide shoulders if i want a little bit wider i can do that as we do see that that's what's, what what options are given to us yes let us know would you be willing to use amazon's made for you custom t-shirt service our text lines are open 4215 do it or sign into our dms at pulse95 radio coming up is the dream team Aisha Nazmi and Mikhail Atiyah are bringing you a lot of hot news about what's happening in the entertainment industry the show will be kicking off from 4 to 5 p.m but you can definitely catch us again same time same place tomorrow from 2 catch who again Omnia (laughs) catch you catch me again ladies and gentlemen Omnia will be taking a very well deserved off for I think she'll she'll see us in 2021 yeah she'll be back in 2021 she's gonna go for a full year (laughs) and come back and we do wish safe travels and a safe flight for Omnia and uh, inshallah soon back in 2021 the future talk team will be once again complete yes indeed so make sure you catch honey tomorrow entertain him from 2 to 3 p.m as he will make sure to keep you informed about what is happening in the tech world keep pulse 95 locked we'll see you next time this is pulse 95 tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m